0: I came up with the idea of combody while I was in solitary and and my, my story gets a little bit deeper there. But yeah, I mean that's that's where I created the whole combody routine, the exercises. I came up with a ninety day program there. I actually came out with a book, you know, called Combody. You know, the whole workout that we've done is all designed for small constrained spaces. Uh, so you know, just like a prison cell.
1: Welcome to the Bar Bend Podcast, where we talk to the smartest coaches, athletes, and minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tau, and this podcast is presented by barbend.com. Today, we have another one from our archives. Don't worry, we'll be back with brand new recordings starting next week. This one was one of my favorites to record. It's with Cos Marte, the founder of ConBody a prison fitness-inspired workout program that's seen runaway success. And Koss actually found his passion for fitness while behind bars. It's a great recording, a bias, of course, with a lot of lessons for why fitness can actually be accessible with very few resources and really done from anywhere. Koss has a super inspiring story, so I hope you enjoy. And we'll be back with brand new recordings next week. Toss, thanks so much for for joining us. I've been fortunate enough to hear you speak about your journey in in fitness, which is really, in many ways, your journey in life before, but for folks who might not be familiar with ConBody and with your story as an entrepreneur and someone in the fitness community, tell us about the circumstances in which you kind of began your own fitness and wellness journey.
0: Yeah, so uh, just to tell you what ConBody is, ConBody is a prison-style boot camp where we hire people, coming out of the prison system to teach fitness classes. And it was derived from my personal experience when I went into prison. I went in for running a multi-million dollar drug business, uh, was incarcerated at 23, and was sentenced to seven years in prison. My journey began when I went in the, the prison system and was told that my cholesterol levels were in danger of catching a heart attack within five years, if I didn't change the way I ate, change the way I, I exercised, because I, I, I was not exercising. So I was pretty overweight. Um, my blood pressure was extremely bad. Um, and my cholesterol levels were extremely bad. So I was placed on medication. And I didn't have the best food in prison, but I, I you know, did what I can. I, I, I stopped drinking all the, we, we call it, <laughs> the, excuse my language, the, the sperm killing juice. That's what they used to call it in prison. And so I, I stopped, I stopped drinking that. I stopped, uh, it was like, you know, fake Kool-Aid, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and then I stopped uh, eating bread, complex carbs. Like I, I was just, I, I, I like spaghetti and all that stuff, pasta, like all that prison, you know, food, I just eliminated and threw it in the side of my plate and like just ate like mostly vegetables and, um, I did eat meats, uh, like mostly fish, but yeah, that's, that's the diet I, I lived. And then I, I, worked out, uh, excessively. I was, at first it was extremely hard. Um, I started working out probably like five, 10 minutes and I was like, this, this is way too hard. I gave up and, and I had the time to just reflect and think, and then just sit and being bored and just like be motivated. You know, by seeing other people work out, so i I put my head down and just started going out to the yard and running and going back to my prison cell doing dips, pushups, all types of calisthenic exercises in the beginning of my journey, like people would make fun of me because I was a big guy, they would call me fat for his Gump or you know all these honey bun uh jokes like sweet cheeks and shit like that, and I used to just like run around and stick my middle finger out to them and just keep going, you know? And I, I didn't, I was like just on a mindset of just getting in shape and I continue moving. And then, and then I kept doing it for a very, very long time, but I managed to lose 70 pounds in six months. And then I caught the eyes of other inmates. Um, there was one particular inmate named bus and he was about 300 something pounds, um, really bad shape but he came up to me and said he wanted to run with me. And, uh, and that same day we just like ran from like the prison yard has like light poles uh, around it. So we were like running to one light pole and then walking to the next light pole, running to one light pole. And then we started, you know, uh, you know, kept going with that. So he was like, not my client, but like my friend that I was working out with. And then I, he brought two of his other friends. I brought another friend and, it just became a camaraderie builder where I helped over 20 inmates who was over 1,000 pounds combined. And I took that same like workout method and started doing it in the local parks here, uh, opened up a studio, have hired over 45 individuals now coming out of the prison system to teach fitness classes. It's just, it's been a crazy journey.
1: Well. When you were when you were incarcerated, you, you began your fitness journey, you didn't have that base of fitness knowledge, you know, you didn't have a certification, uh, you know, you didn't have this kind of like thing, this this body of experience you could pull from in your own fitness journey. So a lot of it was just stuff you were trying on yourself and seeing what worked. Were, were there any other resources? Were there other inmates who, who were working out who you turned to for advice,
0: anything like that? Yeah, so I was not always in in bad shape for my whole life. So as a kid, I was pretty active in sports. I played baseball, soccer, basketball, like pretty much every sport. I, I was pretty active, and then once I, you know, started hung, hanging out in the street, it was like I, I always dreamed of being uh, you know, playing for the Yankees, but realized really quickly that I was not the best uh, player. So I, I left that life alone and just hit the streets, and so. I knew how to work out and and then uh, and then it was not my first time incarcerated I was uh incarcerated before i i've I did a year when I was fifteen I did another year when I was nineteen i did a you know a few more years when i was twenty three so it was it, uh, I was in shape before uh and knew how to work out and i and I did this program called shock uh it's a uh, it's ran by, like, ex-Marines turned correctional officers. They, they beat the crap out of you. Like, you're working out three hours a day. Um, you can't sit down at all, the whole, like, staying on your feet for 16 hours a day, you know. So, like, it was uh, a program that mostly through exercise, and I took that when I was 19. I took that, that same workout method and, and incorporated myself, you know, when I did this longer bid. Um, and then also incorporated exercises that I learned from other inmates. Uh, like my bunkie or you know people in the yard that's been in the yard for you know 10 15 years you know working out so
1: yeah what kind of let's talk a little bit more about about the culture of of working out in prison i mean the stereotype that i think a lot of people have is you know the the bench press and and hitting and hitting the weights and and people in prison getting getting really buff. We see that in movies all the time. I just watched Bill and Ted Face the Music and that's like the stereotype they play on in that in that yeah. movie. That's obviously not everyone's experience and a lot it's not like every it's not like every prison facility has a super like nicely outfitted gym. It's just you're making do with what you have. So tell us a little bit more about about that and the differences you saw and what you saw different inmates do with access to varying
0: levels of equipment. Yeah, I mean, and I've been in like uh, various jails and prisons and, and there's places that have no equipment. So like you create your own, your own equipment. But I mean, what you see in the movies, like, you know, obviously we don't have like, you know, the nice, beautiful, like decked out weights, but they are guys that are just like, you know, they, there's there was a, one particular prison that I was in that they had a weight shack and you, you go into like this cage and they have the weights there. It's like old raggedy weights you know you you basically like don't even have handles to hold the weights together so you're like you know tying stuff to to keep it in place but like people get big like it it, like people will work out and you'll see those big guys like lifting you know there was one guy that was like squatting 600 pounds you know like it's crazy but yeah i mean you know, people use different type of stuff to to make do. Like we are making like water bag. Uh, so basically we'll take like the the 10 or uh, I forget the biggest like gallon bags of recycling, the water clear ones. Uh, we would take them from, you know, the staff and, and and then we'll fill it up with water and then we'll tie that up. And then we'll tie another bed sheet up and then we'll have a handle with uh, magazines Uh, so we'll wrap magazines with bed sheets and that'll be our handle on them. We'll just like, you know, doing curls with that. Or you have like bottles, you know, you, you can have like Pepsi bottles or whatever they sell in commissary. They have like the two liter ones. You save those, you tie those up and you have like, you know, five, six gallons on the side and you taking a mop stick and you're bench pressing that, you know, so those get creative, man. Like it's it's uh you know you got to make, make work you know work with what you got. I mean, when COVID nineteen hit, we're both in New York
1: City. Things went to lockdown. People didn't have access to to gyms, and people just started going crazy. They were like, "Well, what, how do I how do I work out at home? How do I find like make my own weights? How do I get weights?" Everything was sold out. It seems like people should have. I mean, did you have people approaching you
0: asking like, "Hey, what did you do? What did you do in prison when you didn't have access to this equipment?" Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I just told them sign up for a class, you know, like, <laughs> we're like teaching virtual classes nonstop. Like even the first day they told us to shut down, like I right away turned to Zoom and was like, hey, here's the link, you know, well, I'm going to run the classes from the studio. And, and the best part of it is that we never used any equipment in the studio. So the exact same product that they got in person, now they can just get it at home. And so it worked out perfectly for us to transition and pivot you know, to that uh, mindset. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't, you know, uh, that you just work with what you got, you know, and I feel like our body is, you know, our temple and we, we have everything we need within ourselves.
1: What is, take us through a normal con body class. I mean, everyone's, there's going to be variations, obviously. It's going to depend a lot on the instructor and, and, and things like that. But what do, what do we get when we, when we come in and we do
0: this, you know, prison style workout at a con body facility or even, you know, via Zoom if we're taking a virtual class? Yeah, it's just nonstop 45 minutes of just moving. Like, uh, I'll start it off for like 12, uh, 10 minutes of cardio and it just as a warm-up. But right after the warm-up, I'm like going right into the next strength exercise where i'm you know tackling the core and then i so i basically work from like the bottom to the top uh and just it's non-stop like 45 minutes cardio strength training and 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 then we ended at the 40 40 minute mark where we have like five minutes of stretching is but it is, is it all body weight it's all body weight all body weight you know sometimes you got and sometimes it's a lot of burpees. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do burpees in prison? Was that part of your routine? Yeah. Burpees. And then I had uh one one squat thrust, a lot of squat thrusts. I was doing a lot of squat thrusts and then bodybuilders, which is like a squat thrust, including a plank jack and a push up. So yep. That
1: I mean, do you have any idea of how many burpees you did over your over your time
0: incarcerated? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But are we the, talking
1: like this? The hundreds of thousands or the
0: millions is really my question. I have, but there was days that we were doing twelve hundred burpees. Twelve hundred burpees. Like, how would you split that up? Uh, so we'll do like fifty a set, and like we'll go back and forth. So we'll split it up. You know, like uh, we'll do like I don't know twenty something sets. So basically, I'll knock out my fifty while somebody else is taking a break. They'll knock out their fifty, 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 fifty. And so we'll have like three, you know, different groups and we'll just like, you know, fifty boom, fifty boom, fifty boom. And just going around um, on a on a triangle form.
1: You say you say fifty burpees like it's like it's just doing five push ups, but it's uh, it's it's a little more it's a little for a lot of people that's like they're like done, you know, fifty burpees and, and,
0: and they're done. So we were we were taking shit to like the next level and just like working out obsessively. Like because you, you just have the time you know, to commit I and, mean, you know, you're seeing everybody else just sit around sometimes and, or you, you know, you, you use the time to move around. So. What, when, when you were incarcerated,
1: uh, or when anyone is, is incarcerated, you, you obviously talked about like, going out to the yard and like running laps or running from light pole to light pole as like a way to start when you were on that weight loss journey. What about people who might be confined to their cells? Um, or, you know, in, in solitary confinement, did you know, uh, prisoners who were working out and trying to find things to do in solitary or
0: when they were restricted to a smaller space? Yeah, so I was in solitary. I um you know, I, I came up with the idea of combody while I was in solitary. And and my, my story gets a little bit deeper there. But yeah, I mean that's that's where I created the whole combody routine, the exercises. I came up with a ninety day program there. I actually came out with a book, you know, called Combody, uh that that I wrote basically in solitary and had, and teamed up with a, a co-writer that helped me like construct it a little bit better. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the whole workout that we've done is all designed for small constrained spaces. Uh, so, um, you know, just like a prison cell. So like right now, COVID time has been a, it's, it's been a blessing for us than a curse, um, you know, to, you know, I mean, it's a bad time for a lot of industries, but uh, we've been, you know, thankfully, been able to to thrive because of the, the simple nature of what we were doing.
1: Let's talk about the opportunities that that you, you, as a business, have opened up for formerly incarcerated individuals. So, I know that's a huge tenet of what ConBody is. If you hire instructors who are either coming out of prison or who were formerly incarcerated? How are you finding and and connecting with those? individuals and you know what is the process like someone comes out of out of prison they're interested in fitness are you finding them or are they
0: finding you at this point right now everybody's just finding us I mean like I get jail mail from across the country sometimes around the world I get I get like sometimes we got like right now we had a dm from I think somebody that was locked up in and I, I think like somewhere in Europe like he's snuck in a phone uh, into the prison system to dm me on instagram you know because he wanted a job but like it's it's just cra it's crazy the amount of you know people that are coming out and that want to get into this field but also like they know the lack of opportunities out there for them uh because of discriminatory factors that one has to face when they come out of the system is is real and so we have a whole uh, it's it's not an easy process to get you know through what we do um I have people going through like a two and a half week, like internship, you know, deal uh, before they, they're, you know, ready to be on a part of the team. So that's, that's what we do basically. So some, for example, somebody that will come out of the president system, you know, I've had people knock on our doors the next day and they're like, Hey, you know, I'm looking for a job. I've been training in the yard for like 10 years, you know, so I know how to work out. I'm like, do you have your personal trainers for they're like, no, I was like, well, you know, you need to get that first. Um, Also, how do I do that? Well, I have other organizations that will sponsor your, you know, personal training certifications, but you have to go through these programs. Uh, So I'll have them go like to two weeks, soft skills, hard skills, resume building workshop um, through one of our nonprofit organizations. Then they they start working with us and we'll pay them a stipend uh, for two months. And then after two months, if they want to, you know, if they get their certification and they want to get on board. That's you know, how we onboard them.
1: Are you? Uh, when someone new, when a new instructor is, is certified and comes onto the Con Body team, are are they bringing like kind of their own twist to the workouts? Maybe things they were using in prison, or or is it pretty much like you? You are telling them like, hey, this is how a class, this is how I, exactly I want the class to run. How much individualization is there?
0: Oh uh, no, they they get creative. Like I, I'd like to. I like to give them the creative factor and, uh, and the power to, you know, do what they do, but I, they, they have to learn my routines and be able to deliver my routine first. Once they get through that, then, you know, they review any type of workouts that they want to like, you know, experiment with like through me or, or one of my other trainers. But I mean, we, we put hiring on, on pause, unfortunately right now through COVID. Um, but, yeah, I mean, right now, all the trainers that that on on our team, they could get creative as much as they want, you know, and as long as they keep it high impact, and um, we we consider ourselves the hardest workout out there. So,
1: what what do you think? Like, what feedback do you get from people the first time they take a con body class?
0: I, I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot of the range, range. Most of them say, "Oh shit, this shit was hard." <laughs> 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 uh, but you know, they, they feel good afterwards. They feel like they, they accomplished something. Uh, I mean, the, the fact, the fact is that you don't have to be, you know, a person that does 1200 burpees a day to come to a calm body class. Uh, my mom is 65 years old and she does calm body four times a week. And, uh, it's basically trying to keep up with the instructor. So we'll, we'll set the bar really high. You know, you, you take as many breaks as you need. Uh, we will push you out of that break and not have you laid down <laughs> as much. Uh, there's people that just like give up and they want to stay on the floor. And I'm like, nope, up. And so uh, we'll, we will push that body. But everybody's very thankful once they go through the whole program and they feel like they're, they've they accomplished something like really well.
1: Now, is, is con body something that people can use like, is it, do you encourage people to just only do con body or do you have people who are doing con body in addition to, you know, other realms of fitness that might be running a few times a week or, or doing traditional
0: strength training or something like that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, there's people that jump around partners with like class pass and they, they allow the individuals to take as many different classes as possible. I recommend stick with a routine, you know, and if you want to, you know, put some strength training in into your workouts i i i feel like we deliver strength training through our workouts uh but if you want to get it depends what you want like if you want to be like arnold you know you have to lift a thousand pounds you know what i mean so but if you just want to lean cut our body and you want to be you know look good um you know you can stick with us uh there's people that are like running so I, we do do running classes as well uh, we incorporate running um you know, if right now we've been incorporating and running through our workout classes uh, outside in the park. Um, but yeah, and and I even yoga as well, like uh, stretching classes, everything. For for folks that who might
1: be listening to this, who might still be working out at home, they want to get a taste of how of some of the intense workouts that you might've been doing in prison that you might be also carrying over to calm body classes. Okay, I'm not going to ask anyone to do 1200 burpees on yeah. this podcast, but what is like a workout that might be, have been something you did in prison that could be deceptively challenging. And that would be a really good fitness challenge just for, you know, some of the folks listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah, I I, so I was doing uh, like my my push-up routine. I, I do a 21 down, 21 up um, push-ups. Uh, and it's just regular, you know, hands under the shoulders type of push-ups flat back. Uh, but um, I'll do, I'll start off with 21 push-ups, stand up. I'll do some oblique side to side. That'll be my break. And then I'll do, go right into 20 push-ups, 20 obliques. So I'm, I'm basically standing up straight. I'm reaching down to the side of my knee. All right. And then engaging at that, that oblique area. Uh, and then I'm going down to 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, all the way down to zero. And then uh, I'm doing two sets of 21. And then I'm working myself back up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So that, that's our 524 ups that I incorporated in my routine. So I would, you know, if, if you're not doing a lot of push-ups, I recommend just going straight down, 21 down, um, and, and try to do half of it. You know? what, what is a, an elite time for, for, for that? So I, I do it in like 23 minutes. Five. <laughs> that is... That, that's, that's certainly more push-ups than
1: I've ever done in a day and like you'll see, you'll see people who, who'll be able to rep out a set of like 100 push-ups and they'll, they'll feel real real good about themselves but the, the gap between that and being able to do over 500 push-ups in a workout like in under a half hour it, it's just a whole other level of muscular endurance and ability with that movement. But you, you,
0: you'd be surprised you know like I, I put people through that test and, and like they, they're they surprised how much push-ups they could do, you know. If they have someone
1: pushing them, if they have someone yelling at them and, like, you know, making them not
0: rest. Yeah. There's also, like, my 10-down routine, um, which is, like, doing 10 push-ups and then two, doing 10 gravity push-ups. Gravity push-ups are, like, putting your hands right up on your shoulder and just doing that 10 times and then going back down to nine, eight, seven. but, like, doing your gravity push-ups in between. They say if you do that, you know, 10 down without any breaks, you're considered an ha- athlete, you know, so. You, you, see,
1: you seem skeptical about that. You seem skeptical if that's the mark of an athlete.
0: I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Try it, Dave. Let me know.
1: <laughs> so gravity push-ups, just to be clear, I'm like, so I do my regular push-ups and I get on my knees and I'm just doing, I'm just like raising my hands full extension
0: overhead, right? Uh, uh, get, so basically pop up to like a squat thrust. So you okay. can get on your feet and then you one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and then you're going back down one two three four five gotcha. your shoulders are gonna burn right up. so it's just
1: a, it's just a shoulder press without the weight but it's just keeping that keeping that blood in into the, in the muscles basically exactly i'm gonna have to try i'm gonna try that later today after this podcast and I'm probably gonna hate you tomorrow morning <laughs> yeah you'll definitely fall on your shoulders so de- ten down to one okay I can do that okay I can, I can, I can attempt that. I can attempt that for a guy who doesn't do enough body weight stuff. This is, this is good. If you inspire one person on this podcast, it might be me. So I'll call that a, I'll call that an absolute win success. How, how big is con body now? I know you're based out of New York city, but you know, how many studios do you have right now? You said you've hired over 40 trainers coming out of the prison system. Um, what is kind of the
0: size of con body right now? And where do you see that going over the next year? Yeah, right now we're just focused on like doing a lot of digital play. Um, we have one studio on the Lower East Side. Uh, we've done a lot of pop-ups in like Midtown, um, partnerships with Hotel in, in the UK. Um, so yeah, right now we're just really focused on the, on the digital side of the business. Uh, we've trained today probably over 50,000 50, people now.
1: That's fantastic. That's yes. absolutely fantastic.
0: Including your mom, who comes four times a week. Yeah. So uh,
1: that's the most important client. What is your mom like? He was my first client. <laughs> okay. <mom's>
0: client. <laughs> yeah.
1: that—that's something. If you can convince, like, there's in, in fitness, there's always this like unspoken rule that family and, and fitness are kind of are kind of separate. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. Like, you never talk about politics and religion at the dinner table. You never yeah. like talk about fitness at the dinner table. At least, not in my. In my family, so that's that is like the best mark of it being an accessible workout for everyone. If your mom's just coming back
0: over and over again, yeah, no, my mom is a beast though. Like she, uh be, before, like when I get came out of the prison system, like I was like came home like just straight motivated like crazy. I was working out like obsessively still. Uh, I mean, I work out like probably once a day now, but like before, I was like working out three four hours a day. But she was, uh, she was like doing power walks and, like, doing Tai Chi with the, you know, I lived, like, not far from Chinatown uh, in the Lower East Side. So she would, like, go to the park and be, like, you know, following them. And I'm like, Mom, you ain't doing shit with that shit. You know, like, you you, you want to really see a difference? Like, you know, start working out with me. So uh, she started doing it with me. And she became, like, my my number one advocate. You know, even today, she's, like, rocking combat gear and stopping people on the train. You know what I mean? Like, She's, she's, uh, and she inspires, like, I get like these 20, 30 olds that are coming to classes and they're dying. And I'm like, look at mom, she's nonstop, you know, um, you know, she, she now could do pull-ups, you know what I mean? Like she's a, she's a beast. That's, uh, I mean,
1: that's, that's one of the, the best lives you can, you can touch in addition of, of the 50,000 plus. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Koss, where's the best place for people to keep up to date with the work you're doing and with what's happening with, with con body?
0: Yeah, I mean, the best place, I think, is Instagram. Um, you could just DM us at Conbody, C-O-N-B-O-D-Y. You know, you know, check out our website. We're constantly doing a little bit of updates there. Uh, represent our gear. Right now, we have a whole line of new merch, uh, which is very really dope. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, hit us up on every platform if you want. We're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, mostly Facebook you know, Snapchat, everything above where we're doing like this whole TikTok campaign soon. So watch out for that.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us and giving some insight into into your story and what you're doing these days. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, bro.